0: It's like you can't win, you script it out and then you read it like a speech and you don't script it out and you can't keep yourself on task. When I was in eighth grade, I decided that I wanted to be in my middle school musical. I had been running the soundboard and the spotlights as a member of the AV club in the years prior, and I was happy with that, but I wanted to try something new. And I have a vivid memory of being at the play auditions after school. I remember the outfit I was wearing. I remember that I was standing on the top left side of those chorus riser bleacher things. Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. And the teacher in the musical was doing the general auditions for all the female cast members. I knew I just wanted to be in the background, but I also loved to sing, which no one knew because I was so self-conscious about my voice that I would never sing in front of anyone. After we all sang some songs together, the teacher told anyone who would like to audition for a main role to sing a snippet from one of the main female role songs alone in front of everyone. And I had a moment where I told myself, I can do it. I should just do it. I could just do this right now. But I didn't. All the people who went for it were the people who everyone would expect to be considered for a lead in the play. And that was not me. Had I sang in front of my peers at age 13, I think my life would have changed. I would have gotten over the nerves early, and from there I could have maybe made steady progress toward performing in the way that I wanted to. I could have auditioned for plays in high school instead of just doing stage crew. I could have started writing music earlier, what with my feeling confident enough about my voice to believe that people would want to hear what I had to say. I could have pushed myself harder earlier and accelerated my progress. But I didn't. I I guess, though, there is an alternate world in which my life could have changed for the worse had I decided to take the leap and sing 20 seconds of If I Were a Bell from Guys and Dolls in the middle school auditorium that day. I wouldn't have gotten a main part in the musical. There were so many people auditioning who really wanted it and who were great singers and had been doing theater since they were little kids. But I can imagine that 13-year-old Julie, with her complete lack of self-confidence, could have taken this to heart anyway, thinking something like, I'll never be good enough, or I tried, I put at all out there and now I'm so embarrassed. I must be so bad. I can never show my face in this town again and so on. Um, And maybe I would have been too mortified to ever try again. I bring this up because I want to acknowledge the gratitude that I feel for where I am in my life right now. At age 27, I'm finally starting to conquer my fears and make moves towards where I want to be In 2023, I moved out of my home state for the first time ever, and I made lots of sacrifices to do this. I quit so many activities that had been constants for me for years. I transferred locations at my job, and I had to leave behind all these really close friends I made there. I met my boyfriend in 2023, and when he told me that he would be moving to the city to go to grad school, I knew I couldn't just stay behind and watch him pursue his dreams and career aspirations while I stayed in the same place. Let me side tangent about that real fast, actually, because this is important. My decision to move to New York was partially influenced by Sam, my boyfriend. Shout out. He did the music for the show. You certainly know who he is. He got into grad school in the city, and I remember thinking right when I met him that it would be sad to see him move, but New York isn't so far away, and maybe he could stay living in New Jersey and just commute in. But we didn't really talk about it much. And one day he told me something like, I think you're funny, and you should move to New York and really pursue comedy, And that hit me because, okay, real quick, other side tangent, I had been in a relationship prior with a very skilled musician who I think would have really benefited from living in a city, specifically New York, or even just being closer to New York. And I would tell him, why don't we move out there or even somewhere closer to the train and you can do music and I can do improv and comedy and blah, blah, blah. He was kind of a homebody though. And he liked being near his family. And that is very understandable. But It meant that I would not be going anywhere anytime soon because I prioritized my relationship, which I still do now. But now I feel like I'm really with someone who is not only supporting me in my endeavors, but is challenging me and pushing me in a way that someone like me needs. And I think or I hope anyway that I do the same to Sam. I haven't always been in relationships in which the other person has had such a vested interest in my pursuits or has been so willing to collaborate with me on projects or or let me into their projects. And speaking of collaboration, that brings me to this show during my stage fright, my favorite project that I've done so far and the only one I've actually been able to be consistent with. Hosting this podcast uh, has brought me so much joy. It's taught me so much. It's really helped me with my stage fright. And I'm really like for real now, very happy that I get to do it. I had the idea for the show maybe two or three years ago, but I had wanted to go so big with it right out the gate. Like I wanted to do a video component and a performance component and like do all this stuff at once that I couldn't do. And because I couldn't do it all, I got so overwhelmed and just did none of it. But at the end of 2022, right after my old car died, rest in peace, the Prius, you were so great for so long until the hybrid battery died on Christmas and every dashboard light lit up all at the same time. Um, Oh my God, where am I? Uh, Right after the Prius died, I walked... Like a half hour to this TJ Maxx and I bought myself a tiny little planner that said like follow your dreams or live your truth or something on it and I walked to a coffee shop and I sat down and I outlined in my planner everything about the show. I had the mission statement and the themes, the first episode release date, the potential first guests. And I had a cover design idea that I showed to my friend Kelly, who did the cover art that you're looking at now. And he took what I had and basically scrapped the entire thing and made something so much better. Like the initial art was like a red curtained stage with a stool and a glass of water knocked over. I think my thought process was like, oh, someone had run off the stage suddenly. Um, But the art as it is now is perfect. And he did such a great job. And then the music, when I met Sam, I told him about my podcast idea, and he was like, if you need help with the music, let me know. And if you know him, you'll know that he's always uh, very eager to jump into other people's projects, which is, which is awesome. I love that about him. Um, but I took him up on it, and I told him in my head I had wanted to sound kind of like Sober by Childish Gambino, if you guys know that song. It's like just something simple and synthy and bouncy and upbeat, but not like fast. And he like, he really delivered. So I had my art, I had my music, I had all the details ironed out, and then I just had to record and launch the show. And I remember making the Curing My Stage Fright Instagram handle and being so scared to share it. Like, how embarrassing would it have been if I was like, hey, everyone, I'm starting this project. Go follow it if you want to. And no one did. (laughs) Even behind my little phone screen, I was so scared of embarrassment. But by the time I had recorded and edited the first episode, I actually felt confident like oh wow like i think this is unique and funny and people might like this and that um it was just such a rarity for me to feel that way um but it's gotten better from there moving to new york starting the show completing an improv class taking acting classes meeting new people networking with musicians and comedians it's all been like a lot <laughs> and in many ways it's been so scary and uncomfortable and there are a lot of days that i really miss the comforts of suburbia and being in a familiar place but everything familiar was once new, and I think that's really important to consider with all things. You know, I... Okay, this is the last side tangent, I swear. I have a student who is applying to college to study music, which is awesome. I'm so excited for them, and they're such a skilled drummer, and they really love it, and we have a lot of check-in conversations about how the application process is going, and they want to apply to Berkeley College of Music in Boston, but living in a city is very intimidating for them, which I totally understand, but... I've been kind of hard on them to apply anyway. And if they get in, really consider going for it because it would be an amazing opportunity for them as a young person to face a big fear early in the same way that I wish that I did when I was a kid and too scared to sing in front of my peers in eighth grade. Wow. Look at that connection to the beginning of the episode. <laughs> if you've made it this far, thank you for listening and thank you for listening to the show at all. Um, <laughs> I like, I can't express how much it means to me. Um, in 2024, I hope to be more consistent with my upload schedule. I hope to have maybe some video episodes, hope to be more focused on the subject of the show, continue to do more wacky stuff, and also maybe get some stickers printed. I don't know. I don't want to do too much and paralyze myself, but I have big dreams and I want to make them happen. And. I want you to make yours happen too. So um I guess that's it. And thank you again for uh oh, hang on. What? Hi. Um what are you what are you doing here? I my okay, well you can't like I'm like right in the middle of uh oh, like 2 seconds. What are you like talking to yourself? No, I'm doing like a urine review are you like journaling right now? No. Like to your diary. This year was the best year ever. (laughs) Oh my god. Can you stop? Okay, sorry. Sorry. You're you're right. You're right. Okay, I guess I'm not going to get asked back. Well, you were like a weirdly well-received guest, so I guess we'll have to see. But I need to finish what I'm doing, so can you please just like... Okay, well, I'll see you. Yep. Happy New Year. Yeah, you (laughs) too. Oh my god. This is why you don't give a studio key to your guests. Even the ones you trust the most. Happy New Year, everyone. See ya. Well, I guess by the time you'll be hearing this, it'll have been 2024 already. So, uh, see you this year.